Hey y'all, welcome to the Hagar's Daughters Podcast, a podcast for Black Christian women desiring support and prayer on the mothering journey, no matter where you are on the path. I'm your host, Kadisha Bonsu, and I'm here to get open, honest, and vulnerable with you on this beautiful, hard, rewarding, awe-inspiring, tiring journey to raising up the next generation of beautiful brown babies. Welcome to the show. As a reminder, for those of you who know me or maybe are getting to know me through this show, while I am a licensed clinical social worker and offer therapy services, this show is not at all intended to be that. Of course, I encourage everyone, no matter where you are, to give therapy a try when you're ready. But please bear in mind that the Hagar's Daughters podcast is never intended to be a substitute for your own relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Now that we got those households out the way, let me tell y'all what we have for today. In this season of Advent, we wait for the breaking through of darkness with the light of Christ as we celebrate and honor the birth of Jesus. There are so many ways people celebrate around this time of the year and so many different types of um, holidays. For me as a Christian, um, I have been celebrating Christmas. I know that not every Christian might celebrate Christmas and not all of us celebrate in the same ways. I've had my own contentions with Christmas, but hey, this year I am celebrating. And as cliche as it may be, I wanted to hop on and remind y'all of the reason for the season. One little caveat, I recorded this while I was washing the dishes and that was a bust and I will never do that again. I'll try not to do that again, but give me some grace and I got y'all next time. I'll remember to stick to quieter tasks like doing laundry and recording and not clinking dishes. I hope you can push through though and hear the heart behind this message because sis, I just could not re-record it and it wouldn't have been the same anyway. So here we go. Good morning, Hagar's daughters. Um, I say good morning because it's morning while I'm recording this, but when you're listening to this, I don't know what time it will be. Regardless, good morning. Um, I want to talk to y'all today about Christmas and what God is revealing to me about this season um, of mothering and Christmas. Um I want to start, though, by acknowledging that there will be some background noise in this recording. Um, uh, I talked about that in another episode, so I won't go into detail about the why. But today I'm doing dishes while I'm talking to you. And I actually do want to start on that note. Uh, I don't know if any of you have ever felt the wrath of the frenzy of the day after toddler plays in your living room. But I woke up this morning, y'all, and I was like, this is just like the destruction of toddlerhood. And I am overwhelmed. And, you know, it's just toys. It's just a bunch of toys and all kinds of other things, right? So somebody might be like, you know, that shouldn't be overwhelming. But when you got that going on, plus your stuff, plus dishes, it is overwhelming. And um, I long for a morning where I could just wake up and sit on the couch and do my quiet time like I used to, but that may not happen for a while. Um, sometimes I do my quiet time in the chaos though, y'all, and that's probably what I'm going to lean into talking about today a little bit, but doing quiet time in the chaos, it does not have to be perfect and satisfactory conditions for your quiet time. Um, after all, the world came from chaos to cosmos and God's activity and presence 
was in the chaos. And so I'm learning that for myself. And even as I talk about chaos, it reminds me of what this holiday uh, season is about for me personally in my Christian journey. I know many of us celebrate a variety of different um, holidays around this time. I'm going to be talking from my specific um, social location or cultural religious affiliation as a Christian. And so for me, Um, I personally celebrate Christmas and I have been doing my research over the past years and trying to figure out how to not figure out how to, but leaning into, um, celebrating Kwanzaa. And I've done that over the years in different ways, maybe not full out, but I've, I've definitely engaged in some Kwanzaa practices over the, the years of my adulthood. I did not grow up celebrating Kwanzaa. I desired to, but we did not do that growing up, but I definitely want to make that a thing in my house, so we'll see, we'll see, um, but yeah, so a little bit of background on that, over the past years, um, since having my baby, I have not really done anything, um, with respect to celebrating the holidays, it was kind of like another day, and people, when you have kids, what I have experienced is that people want to know, what are you doing for Christmas, what are you going to do, you know, for the baby? Are you going to buy gifts? Are you going to um, put up a tree? Are you going to decorate? And I realized in that process that I began to associate um, decorating for the holidays and doing Christmas things. I began to associate it as Christmas is for the babies. Christmas is for the kids. Hmm. And that's something that I want to sit with and dibble dabble in a little today because Basically, God corrected me on that. Before I had kids, Christmas was for me. And Christmas is for you too, sis. And I want us to lean into the, yeah, Christmas can be playful and childlike and have this innocence about it after all it is about a baby. Um, But I don't think it is only for children. And so I'm going to come back to that point too in a moment. I'm just going to talk around a couple of things today. But I was I started with um sharing with y'all about chaos. Um the chaos in my house specifically. But isn't that advent? Advent, the season of waiting of the season in the liturgical calendar where we wait um on Christmas. We wait on Jesus. We wait on uh Christ um to enter the world. Um and we honor the that season. Yes, um we all know we have, you know, the folks who say, well, Christmas isn't Jesus' birthday anyway, right? It isn't. Um, not the actual time that Christ was born, but it is a season of the year where we honor in the liturgical or church year calendar that Christ entered our world um, in flesh as a baby born of the Virgin Mary. And so that Advent season is, you know, the expectation, the waiting for Christmas and Christmas tide. Um, and I'm not an expert on all of those things, but I know a little bit. So y'all gonna have to do your own research on that part because this is not what I'm about to teach. But as I think about the waiting, yesterday I started putting up a tree for the very first time. Um, and what, this is 2021, five years. I bought that tree in 2016 and I put it up. Um, that was before I got had gotten married, before I had any uh, a baby, um, and I put that tree up for me, for 
my for me and my my roommate and for us to enjoy and be in the holiday spirit. Um, and it was just something I wanted to do and I loved it. But guess what? I never took that tree back out since that first year of 2016. And so as I'm putting it finally this year, uh, for, and, you know, I wanted to put it up in the past, but it was more so like a thing of like, we don't have enough space for this tree. But what I want to encourage y'all to do is make room for Christmas. And these are all revelations that I was having while I was putting up the tree for the first time in five years. Um, but yeah, make room for Christmas. It didn't have to be that I used that big tree. It didn't even have to be that I used a tree. But what could I have put in my home in the past to remind me of Advent, to remind me of uh, of Christ's coming and of the season and spirit of Christmas? I will tell you that one year I did put have an Advent wreath that I had made um, at my church, and that was enough to remind me of Christmas. But you know what? It wasn't really my style, and part of that thing got to be annoying for me personally because it was like having, I didn't have a place to sit it, et cetera, but I needed to find a thing that would work for me, for my family. So as I reclaim um, and rediscover Christmas for myself, I'm decorating the tree yesterday during nap time. And, you know, at first I was like, well, this is supposed to be a family thing. Me and my partner and the baby should do this together. But then I realized that I didn't want to do it together. I wanted to do it by myself. And guess what? My baby is so young that he would not care anyway. He just want to look at the tree and probably topple it over and play with it, but he don't care if he decorates the tree with me. I'm pretty sure he doesn't. He doesn't even probably know how. I thought about, you know, letting him put hang something on the bottom. I was like, you know what, we're gonna reserve all of that for perhaps next year or another year where there's more understanding, where he might actually be invested in that and it wouldn't be frustrating to him. Um and I also didn't wanna um allow him to help me decorate because I didn't want him to think that he could take things on and off the tree, which he's going to do anyway. But by me saying, I, I felt that it would be confusing to say, help me decorate it. And then he, when he, you know, wants to take them on and off, then he's like, you know, confused or whatever. But that's just my personal thing. So as I'm decorating it, I felt um, in my spirit that I was, I put on Christmas music, all of it. My baby was napping, my partner was at home and I put on the Christmas music and I was just being y'all, being with God and being present in that moment, fluffing out the branches. We have artificial trees, fluffing out the branches and shaping the tree. And uh, the instructions were saying, were saying like to shape the tree you want to bring that in. Uh, yes, I read the instructions because I'm that anal, I guess. But obviously, you know, it don't take a rocket science to know how to shape the tree. But I found it interesting to read the intent and design of the tree from the manual where it says fluff the branches outward and bend the tips upward one to the left, one to the right, one to center and to alternate so that the tree would look fuller. And, you know, there were certain aspects that I hadn't thought about, like alternating, but, you know, I read the manual to get more about the design. That's a message for another day. Someone needs to know more about their design. And I don't mean that as any type of uh, critique on matters of identity. That is not what I'm talking about. I think I'm very clear on uh, my theological understanding of aspects of identity or whatever, but I'm not going to get into that for today. When I say design, I'm talking about what is your purpose in the earth? What is it that God has called you to do? That's what's resonating with me in this moment. Um, Knowing who you are, whose you are, and what you're called to do in the earth. And so as I'm doing the tree and I'm shaping it and I'm branching, uh, uh, spreading the branches out on 
this tree. I was just even thinking about the hand of God on our lives and how God shapes us and forms us. And, you know, each year, it doesn't matter if I continue to take the same tree out each year. I'm sure it's going to look different each year because when I repackage it and take it out and shape it and fluff it again, each year that I do that, it's going to look a little bit different depending on what it, you know, the seasons it's been through. And sometimes I think we, you know, we want our lives to mirror or sometimes I know for me I can sometimes compare myself to past seasons of my life thinking that I should be able to do this well not if you're in a new season not if you've been packed and repacked and reshaped and reformed just enjoy the beauty of the season that you're in and the shaping of the 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 branches that um uh are are for for the right now and so that's something that I learned about shaping and formation was the beauty of the design and the beauty of being the shaper uh, and so in the beauty, I don't know, this is obviously the tree is artificial and it's, it's, you know, inanimate or whatever, but I began to think about what I'm not the shaper of my life. I am, I have some choice in that, but I acknowledge Christ as creator and shaper of my life. So I wonder how beautiful it is for God to shape us when we surrender to the process and the beauty that we can experience in that relationship. Um, but I started off with saying like, Christmas is for you. And what I meant when I said that is, you know, I was talk- I was um, alluding to the fact that sometimes we begin to make it about our kids or kids in general. Um, but I heard God saying, make reclaim this, re- begin to make room for yourself in, in, in Christmas. And I enjoyed putting the tree up by myself. That for me was reclaiming it for myself. Um, it was reminding me that the the Christmas season is not for the for the kids or for the babies only, but that it is for the mother, it is for us, the people as well. I thought about uh, Jesus incubating in Mary's womb. It was about a baby, but it wasn't for the baby. Christmas was not for Jesus. It was about Jesus. But I would venture to say that Jesus was for Mary. Jesus was for Joseph. Jesus was for all those gathered around those seeking out uh Christ's life even those who sought to destroy him Jesus was for us and we are for Jesus but I say that to say Christmas is about a baby but it's not for the baby um and so just that saying that as an invitation for us to remember that we Christmas is for us too I think that's the essence of what I want to say today. I have some other points that I thought I would talk about, but I honestly cannot remember. So if I remember those, I'll hop back on. Um, But for now, um, until next time, I wish y'all a Merry Christmas. And I hope that you will find things and traditions and ways that you can invigorate Christmas uh, for you too, and not make it just about the gifts to your child if you do that or um, about just Santa for, for them. Who is Santa for you? When I was decorating the tree. Uh, Honestly, one of the songs that came on was um, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Maybe reclaiming parts of your relationship with your partner might be what Christmas is for you. Whatever that may be. Maybe you need to kiss Santa Claus. Maybe you need to come close to God for yourself. Maybe you need to decorate your tree by yourself. Whatever it may be, Christmas is for you too. Merry Christmas, y'all.